Hey, this is Greg from the Philly Blunt. In this episode, we sit with the infamous Han of Han Dynasty. His story is a fascinating one in which a bullied 12-year-old immigrant from Taiwan who eventually gets kicked out of Drexel goes on to own a chain of nine restaurants throughout Philly, the suburbs, and New York City. He's notorious for throwing customers out of his restaurants, and he happens to be friends with the Wu-Tang. Method Man actually shot one of his videos at Han Dynasty. Han's had one amazing and bizarre journey. Please review, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to us. Only if you like us, of course. And please follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all as The Philly Blunt. Tell your friends, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Philly Blunt. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Reef. Yo, this is Greg. All right, well, we are back for another episode, and we are very excited about this one. We are going to sit down for a little while with the owner, proprietor, founder of Han Dynasty. That is Han Zhang. Han, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Welcome, man. Thank you. Uh, had, I did okay with the last name, or sorry, right. okay. Oh, white guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Give him a little leeway. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Han, we're going to talk, I guess, a lot of, about your career, and it kind of started un- non-traditionally. You weren't somebody that came up and worked under a lot of different chefs or anything like that. You're somebody that just sort of all of a sudden one day said, "Fuck it, I'm going to open a restaurant." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about. Um, Tell us a little bit about how that happened. I mean, it's pretty much unheard of that a person with one year busing experience opens their own restaurant. How did how did you have that sort of epiphany that, uh, you know what, I'm just going to go for it? Um, it's kind of a long story. It has to be, you know, my whole life pretty much. <laughs> like what drove me to want to open a restaurant, which is... Um, um, I always want to open some type of business because I started working for my parents when I was very young, like seven years old. Um, my mom, she's the entrepreneur and always, you know, worked for her for 20 years before I started my own business. And But they, they're, they're very, you know, um, educated, sophisticated, you know, my, both my parents are college grads and they're both World War II refugees. So mm. at that time, it was very tough, very few, you know. And they brought me here to the States, you know, uh, wanting a better education for me. Um, one thing I'm very good at is, uh, is I'm getting kicked out of school. <laughs> um, like, pretty much, I got kicked out of every school I went to. And That's like, a recurring I, theme on The Blunt. We have a lot of guests on here that seem to do big things, but the, they first they had to get kicked out of school. For well, sure. I think, you know, getting kicked out of school makes me work harder. You know, I know I'm already behind everybody else, and people work 40, 40 hours a week. I, I got to work 80, you know, mm-hmm. just to catch up. And um, So yeah. when did you all move here to the U.S.? I moved here in 92, when I was, when I was 13. Okay. Yeah. And you were, uh, you were born and raised in Taiwan? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, do you remember the first day? Do you remember that sort of, uh, you know, I mean, that's obviously a major, major oh my God, life yeah. change. Shit. Oh, man. Um, There's a couple of things, you know, it, it, like embedded in my brain that, you know, my, my mom picked this up. She's, she was here three months before we did set up everything. She already bought a flower shop. So, so we came here 
uh, through investment visa. You know, we had open a business, hire people, pay taxes. And she picked us up, me, my dad, and my sister. She picked us up from you know, JFK Airport. And at the time, like, my mom never drove a day in her life. You know, she, she got here three months before we did. She got her driver's license. She learned how to make flower arrangement and you know, picked us up on the airport. And the first, I mean, I mean I, like, that's the first time I saw snow. It was, you know, that was February. Uh, I was pretty excited. And we were driving through New York. And I was just like, oh man, there's so many black guys here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've never seen black guys before. Yeah. That was very, we're all over, man. Very new, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then I, at the time, I lived in Lan- Lancaster, you know, near, right near Lancaster County. And I'm like, what? Where the fuck you brought me to, mom? <laughs> like the next morning, I heard this noise, like click, 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 click. I'm like, what the hell is that? I ran outside. I saw a fucking horse. Horse and buggy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I ran back inside the house. I'm like, mom, you would never guess what I just saw. And she's like, what? I, I said, I just saw horse and buggies. And then she's like, those are Amish people. They're very weird. Stay away from them. <laughs> um, so that was a huge culture shock. Right? Yes. Um, I can't imagine there's uh, anything comparable to the Amish in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I thought, mom, America is number one. What the hell is this? Is, is this you know? Oh, yeah. You were going to see the Statue of Liberty. Yep, and, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do all these uh, fun tourist things, and yeah. then you're out in the middle of a field somewhere. The plane was like a time machine to the 1800s. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you end up in Lancaster. Is that where you guys yeah. was there? A, was there a big uh, Taiwanese? No no? no, no. I was the only Community? Asian kid in the whole school. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was very hard. Um, I couldn't speak English. I basically spent you know my first year sitting in the cafeteria by myself, mm. um, getting bullied all the time. Right. I was gonna ask you about that. They were uh, they were assholes too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like people would just say like, "Go back to China, Chink," you know. Right. Like um, big guys would just like bump into me down the hallway, um, make like karate noises like Bruce Lee makes, you know. Mm. Shit oh, like that, real, yeah. real fucking original. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why did, why did you guys settle in Lancaster? Um, because at the time, my grandma and my aunt lived in uh, Kino Prussia, mm. and. So we saw, you know, the flower shop for sale in, in, in a town called Parksburg, okay. which is like right next to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we opened, my mom opened a flower shop there. I basically help her every day after school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Business did well? Uh, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave my mom a bunch of advices. She never listens to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, just. She sounds like a badass woman, though. Oh, she I mean, is, she came she here is. by herself, set yeah, everything yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I mean, like. I would say like everybody is afraid of me in my my restaurant. You know, people people don't want to screw up, and I'm afraid of my mom when she comes in. Right. Like I don't want to screw up, so she's like I'm top of the food chain. You know. So, yeah. you, so you guys were you you were in Lancaster, and then how do you end up in Philadelphia? Um, when I first moved to Philly, I you know I went to Drexel. Um, I went to school here. And Try it again. Yeah, I got kicked out <laughs> from Drexel, so. What happened with that? Why'd you get kicked out? Um, I was too busy partying, you know, mm-hmm. smoking weed. So you did know. you fail out or get kicked out? Like I, got, I got kicked out. Yeah? I got suspended uh, four times, each time for six months, and the fifth time they just kicked me out. Wow. Yeah. Six months suspension? Yeah, yeah. And it was for getting in trouble or was it for bad grades or what was um, it? Everything, you know, yeah. like vandalizing campus, bad <laughs> grades, you know, <laughs> smoking pot on campus, you know. Um... Yeah, just like crazy shit. That was a lot of fun, though. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, 
you move back in with mom and you're in your 20s and you're you don't have a lot of direction i guess you're still working at the flower shop yeah yeah i mean i had like other shitty jobs but mm-hmm. you know just feel very unaccomplished of something you know like coming mm-hmm. here so far so far and my you know parents sacrifice everything to bring me here and just have nothing to show for you know i just living at home and you know, watching all my friends and my relatives getting out of college, getting jobs, married, kids. I had nothing. I was living at home, no girlfriend, no nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said that there was one point I read where you said it was your cousin's wedding that really yeah. flicked the switch for you. Oh, yeah. So I was the best man of my cousin that we grew up with. He's like my brother. We, we hang out, you know, every week. And he's marrying this beautiful wife. And his, uh, his parents has a company he's going to inherit. Um, yeah, just house, cars, you know, he had everything. And at the time, I, was, I had nothing. So that really hit me and made me, I mean, made me realize the most important thing that, you know, before I was just blame on other people, you know, I don't have a chance to, to prove myself. And that at that point, I knew that I'm the problem. I'm the one who's responsible for my, you know, my, my shitty life, pretty much. That's something that a lot of people don't take... Uh, agency with they don't right. realize that a lot yeah. of their their shit is self-inflicted you know what i mean, yeah, I mean it's easy to blame everyone else yourself is your own worst enemy you, mm-hmm. your, you yourself is stopping you from going places you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fuck yourself you know mm-hmm. you know and then i started working hard save up some money and and i picked chinese restaurant because i mean i don't know anything else i don't have a degree in anything you know I, I, i'm not an expert in anything so i figured that um getting in a restaurant as long as I can work very hard. Mm-hmm. I should be able to support myself and my family. Um, I don't really need the skill. You know, that's what I thought at that time. What was the first restaurant? Uh, it was Han Dynasty in Exton. Okay. Not an easy place to make it work, I wouldn't think. Um, no. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's Chester County. I, you know, I grew up in Chester County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm familiar with that area. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. Like, I, only, I had like three months of busboy experience when I was working in uh, <laughs> Paoli uh, at a Chinese restaurant out there. Yeah. Start making... What was the... What was the you remember the first day? My first day was total chaos. Uh, <laughs> we, we opened on Mother's Day 11 years ago. And... You know, I did, I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, but but my chef at the time, he he was a very well known chef. So he, you know, the word got out that he's opening, you know, in my, in my restaurant, and mm-hmm. we were like busy from day one. Right. How yeah. did you pull out a well known chef with? with uh, well, because no my partner at the partner. time that okay. she, uh, he used to work for my partner at the okay. time. Okay. Yeah, and so she took care of the kitchen, my partner, cool. and I took over, you know, front of the house, front of the house, yeah. yeah. And in the beginning, it was a great relationship, um, but you know, it fell out like somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. the partner year, or the two chef? Years later, uh, both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you attribute that to them or you? Um, I mean, it's everybody's. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, at, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, they were they were, they were doing it every, what every Chinese restaurant's doing, I, which I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they, they always tell me, oh. You, you know, like on our menu, we don't have you know Americanized Chinese food. They're like, you you must be fucking crazy. You don't mm. sell dinner or sell chicken. I'm like, I hate that dish. How how yeah. can I sell it? Right. You know, so and I I'll be like cursing at customers in a humorous way, like joking <laughs> right. around. They're like, you can't talk to a customer like like that. You crazy? I'm like, they're loving it. Everybody loves it. You know, like. You, you, 
Sorry, go ahead. Did you do a soft opening or you were just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, not yeah. Mother's Day. I mean, I Let's never had all these gra- mothers over. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Extend store, I never had a grand opening. So it's 11 years of soft opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, <laughs> when we screw around, I'm like, we are still at a soft opening now. <laughs> still <laughs> working out some kids. <laughs> yeah, we got to use that for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just never yeah. have a grand opening. It's a soft yeah. release. Yeah, soft yeah, yeah. Opening. Soft release. I like that. Episode 16, soft release. I like that. So then you moved, you go of all places to Royersford. Yep. Apparently, Exton wasn't enough of a challenge. You said, let me go where it's going to be even harder to succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the Royersford one gets moving, and then you're like, I'm going for the big time. I'm going yeah. to the big city. Yeah. Uh, what was what was the mindset? What, what Was that the plan? Was there a plan all along, or were you just kind of like, well, I've got two now. Uh, I guess I'll do a third one. Yeah. Um, I mean, one question I get asked by a lot of you know other restaurant tours is that when do you know you're ready for a second or a third mm-hmm. you know like I, I don't like again I don't think about that kind of stuff I I, I made it work the first one and I'm like oh that's easy and mm-hmm. let me try a second one oh, that's kind of easy and, and it just become like an addiction for me that mm-hmm. you know I'm not in the business to make money not really like mm-hmm. you know I ne- growing up I never had money and but it's a sense of accomplishment of you know not, uh, people not looking down on me. That is my the goal, mm, the pride yeah, of yeah. being like I I, I own restaurants. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you know before I was a black sheep, it was like you mm. know like I had no, nowhere to go and right. nobody would listen to me. But now like mm. everybody listens to me. That is a great greatest feeling yeah. you know in the world. Yeah. yeah. Does mom me. listen to you? Oh, uh, a lot more than before. Yeah. <laughs> not, not everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think that some of the you, you know you spoke earlier about being in school and being picked on and stuff like that? Do you think maybe that has contributed in some oh, sense yes. to your drive? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, um, I can guarantee most of those guys are fucking. <laughs> oh man, to, I, fucking pumping gas somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I would love to see those guys. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll bring my my whole fucking gang of Chinese restaurant chefs who will bully them, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you open the one in Old City and you're sleeping in the basement and yeah. uh, at, at that point you know like it, what, what is it that's got you working 80 to 100 hours I mean it's just sort of a I can't fail and that's the end of the story and yeah. I just have to be yeah. here all the time do or die you know um, I had that mentality the first day I went into business um, um, looking back now the year I you know I lived in the basement of my restaurant that was Looking back now, it was the best time of my life, best year of my life. Um, yeah, I mean, I work 80, 100 hours a week, but um, throughout all the sacrifice I, I made through, you know, the first two restaurants and now the Philly restaurant, and now nobody has anything to say about me anymore. They always be like, oh, man, this motherfucker works harder than anybody I've ever seen, you know? Then right. they start listening to me, and... The, the first day I took off, I worked 365 days a year for the th- first three years. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even know how I did it at the time, but I mean, the first day I took off after three years, I feel like so bad, so guilty. Mm-hmm. And that was the time actually I flew back to China for a couple months. I went to a culinary school mm-hmm. because I want to gain my knowledge. I want right. to come back. I don't want to kick all these chef's ass, you know, like mm-hmm. for right. people that don't listen to me, I can just fire them on the spot and do it myself, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Another thing that you've you've brought up before that was um, 
that was pretty interesting. Now, uh, I always, uh, here's a quote from you, I always think somebody's out to get me or something. If I'm ever buying a house, I'll make sure I have lots of German Shepherds and AR-15s. I'm going to be ready. Why do, why do you think you have this, uh, I mean, I mean, paranoia might be the correct term. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, there's just, among the Chinese restaurant, you know, um, there's so many, like, rumors, you know, that, um, because a lot of people believe, you know, restaurants are cash business, and there's like, you know, bad people want to go after. When I was owners. when I was growing up in West Philly, the 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 the, the play was that uh, the Asian store owners kept all their money in their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know you have, but and and the, and the people that are robbing these Chinese people, the the, the business owner are Chinese people mm. you know maybe they're ex-employee or something I heard so many stories mm. that you know people come in their house tied up their whole family right. you know trying to kill them and as long as you cough out the cash right. you know I heard a lot of stories like that so I'm always paranoid about that kind of stuff you know and I've been robbed before so I'm pretty sure it's an ex-employee and, 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 and at your house was robbed yeah yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it came in when I'm not home when I was working on a Friday night you know mm. yeah yeah see so it's Sounds totally reasonable. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any cash because <laughs> yeah, no, no, we know that. Yeah, 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 most yeah. customer pay with credit cards. Credit cards. Well, I am yeah. not a cash only yeah. business. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. different. Yeah. Now. It's yeah. different. Yeah. Now. Different yeah. times. Yeah. Different yeah. times. Yeah. Different yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I read that you had said you when you went to New York, someone had mentioned that you wouldn't make it in New York City, and you said, if I made it in Royersford, I could make it anywhere? Yeah, um, that was like, you know, in New York, you're gonna find all sorts of people, and one came in one time, that was when I first opened my East Village location, that mm-hmm. was about four or five years ago, and this guy came in, so oh, I heard you guys are from Philly, I'm like, yeah, 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 and, and because in the very beginning, all our supports are Philly people, you know, mm-hmm. I get a lot of Penn students that graduated from Penn and now work in New York. They're all right. flocked over. Right, right, right. And uh, so this one guy, and then he's like, oh, you're from Philly. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what do you do in New York? Um, haven't you heard? If you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, does that mean I'm going to fail? I'm not allowed to open here. I mean, like, it's my money. Like, this is a free country, isn't it? And I, I told him, like, and I have a restaurant in the suburbs of Pennsylvania in a town called Park, I mean, Royceford. If I can open one in, if I can make it in Royceford, I can fucking make it anywhere. Right. Yeah. And especially selling this type of cuisine, you know, authentic, mm-hmm. spicy Sichuan cuisine, you know. Yeah. yeah. So how many, how many, my bad, how many restaurants do you have all together now? Um, nine right now. Dang. Ask him what the plan is. How many? How many? Well, I, I mean, when I first opened my first one, I'm like, I just wanted one, busy making money, and then. Mm. And then after I opened two, I went ten. Mm-hmm. You know, then like after I opened like six or seven, I'm like, oh shit, man, it's so easy. I want a hundred. Yeah. yeah. But, then, yeah. but then it got, but you're still ninety-one short now. Yeah, it got hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone come to you, uh, step step to you about the like the what do they call that? Like franchising, like making you like a like a like a McDonald's yeah, yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a venture capitalist com- yeah. company wanted yeah. wanted to buy me out. Um, that by that the deal didn't fall. Through. But yeah. like what you would have kind of, taken it if it was enough? Yeah, I'm a, I'll sell out. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell out. Like, yeah. like what kind Fuck of a it. deal do the venture capitals offer? Is it uh upfront chunk and then a yeah. percentage over time? Well they want to buy at least like 
51%. So you will give them, you know, mm. all, all the decision making, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you got to give all so, that up. So that w- that's what happens to Bobby Flays and yeah, people yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So did you. So you were you were talking at one time you were going to open one in L.A. you were going to open one in Boston you were going to mm-hmm. uh, open one in D.C. Are yeah. those are any of those on the table? Or? Yeah, um, I'm scouting out D.C. right now. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, I I'm, I want to open my first first uh, fast casual. All right, I got another good quote from you, and there's there's plenty. This was fun. This was a fun one to research. Uh, you, you said it's similar for a mob boss. You have to have a vision. If people believe in you, they will follow you. Uh, once they do the job, you bring people up. That's how you create soldiers and build an army. So you've also actually played a mob boss in a short film as well. So is this a thing that like you, when you were young, wanted to be a mob boss? You're like, oh, I'll settle for restaurant owner. It's not quite as dangerous, but I still get to build an army. Um, yeah, I mean, growing up, my, my, I mean, most people, you know, when they write... Uh, an essay who I wanted to be when I grew up you know somebody wants to be a president uh, you know whatever lawyer doctor I want to be a mob boss man like, I, I grew up watching you know the early 90s Hong Kong you know gang mm-hmm. movies you know like that is the coolest thing man like, <laughs> yeah, like you don't do you don't listen to anybody you just do what the hell you want to do you know right, right. um that's yeah. I, I always want to be a mob boss. Kind of got the mob boss set up here. We're yeah. in the we're in the yeah, back yeah. room. Normally yeah, it's a little yeah. bit louder. Normally we're in the mix of the bar, but yeah. we got a nice, uh, nice big yeah. back room here with the giant double doors. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like a yeah. This is kind of like your dream shit. of the mob yeah. boss thing. This is kind of a mob boss setup here. I kind of yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so how long did you uh, deliberate over Han Dynasty with the handy nasty stuff? Did that come up before? Did you realize that that would? Before I, I you knew it. it. I, I'm, 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 I, um, I'm pretty sure I'm the first person realized it. Um, when I first thought of the name, it took me like a couple of weeks. You know, but like the first names I thought of is like, you know, China Garden, Great Wall, you know, corny shit like that. And, and then one day I was taking a shower. I'm like, holy shit! Like Han Dynasty. Because my name is Han, you know, Han Dynasty. Right. I'm big on history. I'm like, this is the best name I've thought of so far. And I started calling my friends, my family. I'm like, I'm going to name my restaurant Han Dynasty. And everybody's like, hey, I don't know if you want to do that. Because, like, you're a slacker. You're a black sheep. <laughs> you're probably going to fail, you know. Like, do you really want your name on the business? Like, you're going to screw up your name, too? Well, it creates a mystique because I didn't realize there was an actual Han for a long time. I'm like, oh, they're just referencing the, the Han yeah, Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's a motherfucker that actually named Han. That's right, cool right, as shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a little corny, too. Nah. Yeah. I feel good. like I feel like when you put something like Dynasty behind your name, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of foreshadowing. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. You, want, you want something epic and powerful. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love it. Cool. Yeah. And... Uh, and plus, it turned. It's also a lot of people call this place handy nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how it, you know, that's yeah, so how it, it I, phonetically comes out if you look at it on a piece of paper. And 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 so you were looking up. <laughs> you were like, oh, I need to get this website, <laughs> yeah, handynasty.com, <laughs> and that uh, that led you to some surprising corners of the internet, correct? Yeah. So the, the moment I decided oh, I'm going to name wow. it Han Dynasty, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like googling <laughs> Han Dynasty, and then and I went into their website. I'm like. Huh. Oh, it's a porn no, site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is a porn site? Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that's handy nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so before I was about ninety percent sure I'm gonna name it Han Dynasty, oh, well, but like mm-hmm. after I realized it was handy nasty, yeah. I'm like, shit, 
That's 110%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my cousin were having a discussion a few weeks ago about the, when was the last time you actually got one of those, a handy? It's been, it's been a long time for me, man. Like, I don't think that's a thing anymore. They're underrated. They're underrated. They are. They are. I was trying to get my girl to do it. She's just like, no. I was like, that'd be what are we? What are we, in high school? How did you get to know the Wu-Tang Clan? Nice. Um, so... Uh, you know, like for me, it's like every time I do an event, it has to be epic. It's not just one thing. It's not two things. It's, it's at least three different things. You know, it has all come together and and sh- you know and, and shines on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and uh, a friend of mine, Dave, uh, he works for Founders, and we were just like super drunk one night, and then I had this idea that I want to do like a crazy dinner, like. 30, 40 courses dinner and then we start thinking about it like maybe we can spread it out like three restaurants we do like a breakfast 12 courses lunch 12 courses and you know dinner 12 courses that's 36 yeah 36 (laughs) 36 chambers right (laughs) because I'm a a big fan of Wu-Tang you know Uh Uh Um, like every I, I still remember every like day after high school I'm like pissed off you know like Mm-hmm. After bowling, getting home, I was listening to Wu Tang, like, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, release some of my stress, take, you know, take some of my stress yeah, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so we we decided that we're gonna make one dinner, thirty six chambers, twenty dishes, sixteen beers, and we work with uh, Dogfish Head and Founders, and uh, we started about five years ago. Um, our first dinner was a was a big hit. We just did 20 dishes, 16 beers. And then every year we do it, we do it once every year. Yeah. And the second year we did it. So the first year you were just basically playing Wu-Tang during yeah, yeah, the dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, second year we did it. Um, before we started, one one guy named G walked in the door. He's like, let me speak to you, a manager or owner. So... And so, you know, my hostess asked him, like, what's this about? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm a manager of Wu-Tang. Like, I want to speak with somebody. So, you know, somebody told me, you know, I went out there and met him. Um, Super cool guy. So he said, you guys were doing this dinners without, like, getting permissions from us. And I, I was thinking at the time, I'm like... What motherfucker? Like, did you ask the Chinese people for, for permission when you use the name Wu Tang? <laughs> so, like, I, I think I have more rights to use than, than, than you guys right, do, right? Right, yeah. right, right, right. And, oh, I didn't incredible. say that, of course. Of course. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense, though. Yeah, you got yeah, a point. You yeah, do yeah, have yeah, a point. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, like I didn't know I needed to get permission. You know, I, I, I did it because I'm a huge fan, you know. Um, would you mind staying for dinner, you know, whatever. It's just like kissing up to him, you know. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's not a big problem. But, like, the only problem we have is that um, you serve a lot of pork menu, pork dishes on the menu. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, so because, like, most of the Wu-Tang guys are Muslims, they don't eat pork, so mm. if you don't put pork on the menu, they'll be cool with it. I'm like, okay, that's easy. You know, I just don't put pork on the menu, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so we, like, we actually, like, became friends. We're hanging out, you know? And every time, like, one of the Wu-Tang guys comes out to Philly to perform, he would, like, call me. He's like, you want to go to a show, you know? Uh, he just invited me to see the Liquid Sword uh, nice. concert yeah, 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 yeah. a couple days ago. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm like, 
what kind of fucking question is that? Like, <laughs> do I want to meet Jizza? Do I want to meet Met the Man? Do I want to meet Raekwon? Like, you know? And I'm like, fuck yeah. So, so I'll bring some food. I go backstage, hang out with them, you know. And Met the Man shot a music video in my restaurant a couple of years ago. We smoked 18 blunts in the, in the kitchen, <laughs> like right before the video shoot. And I was like retarded after that. I don't know how he did it, but. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, which There's song a whole different it? level of smoke. Uh, yeah, the the song called Big Sky. Big Sky. Uh, it's on YouTube, yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't realize that was here. Yeah. No, there was, he shot a mute, the video in New York, my Upper West Side location. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Not, here, not here. Yeah. Well, speaking of New York, we, our last interview was with Chip Chantry, who's a comedian in Philly. And one thing we talked about was how a New York audience is different than a Philadelphia audience. Yep. Have you noticed a difference in New York diners versus Philadelphia diners? Oh, yeah, of, oh, yeah, of course. Um, every place in the world has its assholes, nice people, you know. Um, but I would say New York is uh, a little anxious, more, more anxious. Like, mm-hmm. they, they don't want to wait as long. I mean, like, compared to, like, you know, Extend Royceford, you know, Philly, New York, there's, like, huge personality difference mm-hmm. between all mm-hmm. these cities and towns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely much prefer people in the suburbs. There's just so much nicer, <laughs> more polite, you know. So, so you, I mean, you have a, a legacy or a myth about you of, of berating customers or yelling at customers. So what would, you see much more chill now. I think that's way in the past. No, that's only to a point that, you know, I, I've been kissing up to their asses so far and they still are taking the shit out. So it's know? not like I'm ordering a bag no, no, something no, no, and you're no. just like no, flipped no, out because no, no, I'm ordering no, no, sweet no, and sour no, chicken. No, I'm going to try my hardest to make that person happy. Yeah. Right. They yeah. bought it on themselves. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a, I have a, I always say, when you hear me talking and you hear me trying to negotiate and you hear me trying to work, rationalize or come up with a solution, that means I care. Mm-hmm. When I stop doing that, mm-hmm. that's when you know it's a problem because mm-hmm. you, you, I don't feel that way anymore. Now you have to. There's a saying that says, "Those who don't, uh, those who don't can't hear must be made to feel." Mm-hmm. Does that yep. make sense yep, to you? Yep, like yep. you don't hear me now, you got to feel me. Yep, yep, so yep, I get yep. you. I, I mean. mean I've been doing very good. Uh, I went to anger management class. Um, like the first three years, I probably kicked out maybe I don't know, like twenty people. Uh, in the last seven years, I only kicked out probably like two people. So, mm. so it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, we'll edit that out. We don't need anyone to know you're all nice. Now. <laughs> yeah. Like Sue, this brings me to Sue W. I went through some Yelp reviews, and this one really stuck out to me from Sue. She gave you a one star. Okay. And she said, the food is good. However, they are frugal with their takeout utensils. Wow, what a cunt. Um, yeah. One star for frugality with a what? takeout utensil. I've never utensils. understood the concept of Yelp. <laughs> I've never understood the concept of being that much of a fucking hard-on. Like, I'm going um, to go on this website and write a review. One one star of a restaurant because you didn't get enough <laughs> takeout utensils. Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I always been a frugal person because I'm being you know immigrant and all. Um, but you know, we always try to give people utensils. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, Who the fuck doesn't have a fork in their house? <laughs> I mean, if my, my staff fuck, you know, f- forgot to put in a fork on, in, in the bag, it's not, I mean, I guess it's my fault too, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah, That's I from guess. like three years ago. Okay. Is yeah. there sort of a fraternity of different chefs in Philadelphia? Do you guys get together and go to each other's spots after hours? And- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, 
Nah, not because we like our food so much. It's because we love each other so much. You know,、um, I, there's so many restaurants I go to all the time. I don't food is not that good. You know, <laughs> but I love their company. You know,、right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What's a restaurant that you do want to recommend for us that you're a big fan of?、Um, this one restaurant they just opened not too long ago. It's called、uh, Sophie's Kitchen.、Mm. Uh, it's Cambodian.、Okay. Um, it's they used to be Kamar Kitchen and they closed for maybe like six months and I was very sad they closed and now it's like the same people opening a different restaurant.、Mm. So yeah, check them out. They're very good. Like it's I would say. It, To describe Cambodian food is like combination of Vietnamese and Thai food. You know, best of both worlds. Super flavorful. Yeah. All right. So I have some listener submitted questions for you here.、Uh, first, from Jay Michael. Have, have you felt the need to adjust your heat levels in these suburban locations versus the city? Is there a different、uh, tolerance?、Uh, yes,、That's- there is.、Um, Because, like I said, you know, I don't like complaints. You know, the suburbs location generally are less spicier than the city,、um, just because you know the people out there are not as adventurous. They haven't、mm. seen so many different. That's actually、stuff. a really good point. Yeah, it's yeah. And I mean, like, we have no problem spice it up, but you just have you just have to ask for it. You know, like like instead of a a ten there, you probably have you have to ask for like a fifteen. You know, <laughs>、yeah. I mean the ten. I mean it's. Pretty high intent. How many people come in here and actually get it? Get well, the ten. Actually, a lot of people get a ten.、Um, Do you explain that to people that don't know what that is? Yeah, so we have a spice level from one one to ten. You know, I would I would say like a three is like a like a Tabasco, like a six is like a Sriracha.、Mm. Um, so for us, you know, the the, the difference between. Our cuisine and a lot of different spicy cuisine is that we have so many different spices in the in the kitchen. We have like ten different spices, and for a level ten dish, we probably gonna require like six different spices to to cook, cook them all together.、Um, so each each one of those spices has a different flavor. So when you cooking six different spices in same dish, you you're not gonna only to bring up the spice level. You're gonna have a ton of Flavor to back it up, so you're not just gonna taste the dish. It's just spicy. It's super flavorful. So like a level six might require like four different spices. Level three only requires one. You know, so that's how we make our food. You know, spicy also has a ton of flavor.、Mm. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, <laughs> can we get the recipe for your Dan Dan noodles? Uh, hell no. <laughs> uh, hell Fair. no. Fair.、Um, All right, we ready to、uh, Philly Blunt? Yeah, let's do the All Blunt. Right. All right, so we're now we're gonna go rapid fire questions, and we're gonna go around the table, and、uh, you're gonna give quick answers to each of the、uh, following、uh, questions. But even though if you got something really good, a story or something, feel free to expound.、Okay. Uh, what advice would you give a Philadelphian traveling to Taiwan? Get some edibles.、Mm. This is a long flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite member of the Wu. When Raekwon took me to a strip club on my birthday. Oh, I was just saying favorite member, but clearly that damn favorite memory and member. There you go. I'm gonna pee. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on.、Uh, can we back up to that a little yeah. bit? Yeah. On your birthday, Raekwon、yeah. took you to a strip club. Well, my birthday is on the twentieth. He took me、uh, on March twentieth,、uh, December twentieth. Ah,、oh, I'm Capricorn like me.、Uh, Sagittarius. Ah,、so、you right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. Twenty、yeah. first <laughs> will be. Yeah, I'm, I'm the thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, my birthday is the 20th, you know, like, super busy. And then he was in town in New York. He took me to a, a strip club in uh, Queens. <laughs> that must have been fucking awesome. And that was, that was Christmas Eve. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Christmas Eve in a strip yeah, club? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Queens. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Got, a, you yeah. got a good life, man. <laughs> good life. I'm going to follow up on Reeves' favorite theme. What's your favorite Guy Fieri TV show? What, what's what's that word? Again? Guy Fieri. Oh, he's got like six wa- of them. I don't watch <laughs> uh, like food food shows. I don't know any shows. That's the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I I'm work around food enough, man. If like, they offer, I go if, home, if, if they offered yeah. you one, would you do it or no? Yeah, fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The money's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, well, I work with food all day. I'm not gonna go home and watch more food, man. Get yeah, that yeah. shit out of my face. For sure. Yeah. What advice would you give a person from Taiwan visiting Philadelphia? Um, Didn't you ask that question first? You no, know, I asked the opposite. Oh God! I mean, both work. You better you have some. <laughs> you, you better have some balls, or go, go back to where you came from. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's not easy. Sativa indica. Um, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite video game. Um, Final Fantasy 11 <laughs> What advice would you have For a 26 year old person Who is now where you were then Big dreams but no job No prospects and getting high on mom's couch Oh Get the fuck up <laughs> um, Grow some balls And chase after your dream I mean most people you know, it's it's, it's 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 very hard. You know, you got like for me, I have a super obsessive personality. So for mm. for me, it's kind of easy. But I I always tell people that like, when you want to start a business, you literally have to, you have to sacrifice everything else. You you gotta just give up on everything and make that business your priority in life. Make every decision you make in your the rest of your life. You put that business. As the priority, mm. that's the most important. Yeah. My question piggybacks off that: wife and kids, future? No, never. Single life? No, forever? not yet. Uh, n- not not so single, but not no so kids, si- no <laughs> kids, no kids, no wife. Yeah. Uh, I have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was really shit. <laughs> are you a good dancer? Hell no. <laughs> Favorite U.S. city other than Philly? I mean, like, being in Philly so long that, you know, every other city you go into is more like a pussy city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, absolutely correct. Yeah. I mean, Philly's tough, man. Like, yeah, yeah. if you can survive here, you can survive in any city. But I guess I'll pick L.A. because it's nice weather. I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'll just because it's the nice weather. Yeah. This is the last one for me. Um, money. Or power? Power. Age, you lost your virginity. My boss. That's my boss <laughs> shit right there. Um, 18. No? Uh, no, I can't funny. remember. 17 or 18. 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, movie theme music. What's the, what's the song that when you enter the room in a movie and you're the, you know, you're the Wild West guy coming in to f- take out the outlaw, what's, what's playing? I like Rage Against the Machine, like screaming, like mm-hmm. fucking loud music. Yeah. 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 I like right. it. One more for me. Something you would change about Philly. 
less fucking Chinese restaurants. <laughs> Power. Power. <laughs> hey, man, we thank you for your time, dude. Pleasure, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Han. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for having us. Awesome. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Thank you. It's the sound of Philadelphia. Covered in blood, the man's office is covered in bugs, the youth dreams cut short. Swept.